This is Rising Shining. I'm Kelsey. In each episode, I share honest reflections and encouragement that I hope will be a bright spot of your day. You can always find all of my writing at risingshining.com. This is episode 58, 2023. On the first Monday, when all three kids were back in school and daycare, Chris and I embarked on a house-wide power decluttering. It was just what I needed to banish the slightly tired and blah feeling I was carrying into the new year. When we were done, we had donated, sold, or gifted bags and bags of things we no longer needed. The kids' closets were tidy and had empty space to spare, and our home felt more calm than ever. It was exactly the refresh I needed to start the year feeling energized. And so, I've been reflecting on what I want to make of 2023. First, a big picture for the year ahead. A significant factor guiding our year is where we aren't going, which is to Eau Claire. Earlier in 2022, Chris applied for a sabbatical that would have taken our family to Eau Claire to live in our home there for six months. We knew his sabbatical wasn't a certainty, but we had felt pretty confident, and Chris especially had his heart set on redesigning his professional life for a time. Then, two weeks before Christmas, we got the news that Chris's sabbatical wasn't approved. It was a bummer for sure and cast a bit of a cloud on our holiday. But, always the optimist, I feel certain that although the year will look different than we hoped, I know we'll make it a good one. And as for our house in Eau Claire, we'll continue renting it out to tenants and are figuring out when we'll visit next. Eventually, we still hope to convert it to a furnished short-term rental and to spend our summers there. A few other notes about life in 2023. Dashiell, our oldest, is 9 and will turn 10 in April. Cedric just turned 8, and Maeve is 2 and will be 3 in April. On April 1st, Chris and I will have been married for 13 years. In late July of this year, Dash will start 5th grade, I can't believe it, Cedric 3rd grade, and Maeve will start 3's preschool at the boys' school. I'm so excited to have them all at the same school for two full years since our elementary schools go through 6th grade. I'll miss this school where Maeve goes now, but our lives will be significantly simplified with only one school drop-off just in our neighborhood. For travel, we have a home exchange trip planned for a week of the boys' spring break. We'll be driving to Salt Lake City and staying in someone's house while they come to Gilbert to stay in our house. I'm really excited about visiting Salt Lake City, taking the boys skiing, and hosting our first home exchange guests. Chris and I hope to visit our friends in Portland, Oregon, and I hope to go back to Portland to stay with my friend after she has her baby this spring. Abundance in 2023. My word for 2023 is abundance. Towards the end of 2022, I found myself dwelling on the time I didn't have to do one thing or another, or the money I felt like we couldn't spend on one thing or another. When in reality, I have time, money, and good fortune in abundance. Which is not to say that I have no demands on my time, or that we can spend with abandon, or that I don't have hard things in my life. What I've found so far is that just reminding myself, abundance, reframes glass-half-empty thoughts that I might have and instead leaves me feeling grateful for all that I do have. It's quite a lovely perspective flip. Goals for 2023 As usual, I'm breaking these down across different areas of my life. The first is personal care and growth. Read 80 books. Reading is my most enjoyable pastime, and I enjoy tracking what I read with Goodreads. 
Last year, I read about 80 books, so that seems to be about what I have the time for right now. And spend less time on Instagram and be very intentional about the way I use it. I love many things about Instagram, but it can also distract and drain me. I've started the year using the app very little, which I'm enjoying. I'd like to find a balance between getting the best of the app, like genuinely connecting with people, capturing moments from my life, and promoting the Girl Next Door podcast, and intentionally disconnecting from it. The next category is health. Break the habit of going to sleep listening to podcasts or audiobooks. It all started when Dash was a baby. He was up multiple times throughout the night for a long time. To help me get back to sleep after another wake up, I started listening to a podcast or audiobook, which I find so comforting. But now my baby is nearly 10, and I still usually fall asleep listening to something. It's still comforting, but I don't like depending on a crutch to fall asleep, and I wonder if it affects my sleep quality. Starting in the new year, I've already been doing a good job falling asleep on my own most nights. I hope by the end of the year to more easily fall asleep on my own and after any night wake-ups as well. And exercise 185 times. This was also a goal of mine in 2022, and I exercised a total of 175 times. So making the same goal for this year. So I'm making the same goal for this year to see where I land. I love my current exercise routine with four planned workouts, plus the option to add an F45 class in here or there. So I'm not looking to change anything, just to keep up a good thing that I love. I really enjoy tracking each workout on my daily habit tracker from Elise Joy, and I'll link to that in the blog post. In previous years, I've used a highlighter to mark out the little circle for each day, but this year found the perfect size small stickers. Sticking one on after I get home from a workout brings me a lot of joy, and I will link to those in the blog post as well. Next, parenting and relationships. First, understand my parents' care preferences for their later years. Inspired by the book Being Mortal, as well as some difficult experiences of friends with their aging parents, I would like to open a dialogue with my parents about their thoughts and preferences as they age. I'm so grateful that my parents are healthy, living their best retirement life, and have planned well financially. So it can feel like a downer to bring up hard things like getting sick or needing assistance. However, the time to have these conversations is now, when they are a luxury, and not years down the road when they are a necessity. Luckily, my parents are very open to talking about these topics. Thank you so much, mom and dad. And seek family adventures and big kid family fun. As Maeve gets older, and eventually out of diapers, it's becoming easier to get out for family adventures big and small. We've recently gone on some hikes and were pleasantly surprised at how well everyone did. I'm excited to keep seeking family adventure together and to see what we find. Similarly, our boys can now play board games we actually enjoy, like Scrabble, and watch great movies, like Holes. Maeve will join in eventually, but for now, Chris and I are trying to make sure we're intentional about making time for big kid fun with the boys. Next, creative work. Complete a bigger writing project. I'm sorry to be so vague about this. It's both because I don't like to make big declarations before I have a plan, and because I'm still figuring out exactly what form this will take. And post more on my blog this year than last year. Last year, I published 33 posts, which is actually one of my lowest years ever. And thinking about this, I'm sure it's because I've added the audio blog. I love offering this medium, and I think it's cool that no other bloggers that I know of publish their posts in two formats, but it does add additional work to getting a post out. 
I want to think of ways to simplify or templatize my editorial calendar and or to work in batches. And my final category is home and finances. First, get involved in our everyday finances. I've gotten away from being in the loop about our day-to-day finances. Chris manages this and does a great job, but I realized I don't like feeling disconnected. Being disconnected from our finances also exacerbates the stress I sometimes feel from being an underbuyer because I'll put off buying something even longer. Plus, I feel motivated to get on track with our savings goals after having a few spendy years. So we're back to tracking all our spending and budgets in Mint, and I am loving it. For the first time in a while, I feel really on top of our money, and we're surprised at how much we're saving instead of how much we're spending. And last, continue creating a cozy, functional, and beautiful home that works for our family. I'm starting the year loving our house more than ever. It's a wonderful feeling. As a result, I feel more inspired than burdened when I think of changes I'd like to eventually make around the house. This year, I went to get art back up on the walls. We took it all down to paint, and it never went back up refresh the boys' rooms, and finish the front room. And that's what I've got for 2023. I hope that you are feeling hopeful and energized to start the year. If you have a one-word theme or goals for the year, I would love to hear about them. You can send me an email or post a comment on this blog post. Happy 2023, friends! Thank you so much for spending some of your day with me. This blog post is linked in the notes of your podcast player, and the post has photos and links. I love to hear from you. Connect with me by leaving a comment on this blog post or find me on Instagram. I'm Kels Wharton. If you enjoyed what you heard today, would you consider sharing it with a friend or on social media? I always love to connect with new listeners. And similarly, your reviews on Apple Podcasts are so appreciated. Until next time, I'm wishing you everyday joys and small wins. 